Hey, thanks for listening to the Fashion League podcast. Do me a huge favor. Go to the Fashion League website, click on the link on the podcast tab that says take survey. It'll take about five minutes to complete and it'll help us so much in producing better content tailored to you guys just for the show. So it doesn't matter if you're just hearing this today, tomorrow, two years from now, just take the survey. Today's April 29th. Earlier this month, I sat down with Flavia Nunez, Associate Fashion Editor at Real Simple Magazine. Real Simple is under the parent company Time Inc. Which, in addition to Real Simple, Time Inc. also owns InStyle, People Magazine, Essence, and Time Magazine. Flavia and I discussed her journey from the Florida International University where she was studying biology and chemistry and had her mindset on becoming a dentist to later switching gears to where she was studying fashion design and now working in fashion editorial. We went on this long tangent about our love for Target, by the way. Flavia scored this Victoria Beckham for Target top at the VB for Target press preview and I was completely obsessing over it. I did end up making my way to Target, but the Victoria Beckham stuff that was left was nothing I needed to own. Target has had so many amazing designer collabs, but I never get in early enough to get the good stuff actually worth having. These high-low designer collabs have come a long way. I watched a documentary Ultra Suede in Search of Halston on Netflix and it showed how Halston went from being a couturier in the 1970s to his really unsuccessful high-low collab with JCPenney in the 1980s. The documentary has some teachable moments for aspiring designers and it's always fun to watch Studio 54 era glamour and access. The movie isn't streaming anymore though. You can rent it on the Netflix DVD service, but who does that? And also who buys these new designer collabs on eBay for double or more of what it costs to purchase direct from the retailer? Why? But back to Halston. Isn't it just me or did a similar thing happen to Isaac Mizrahi after his 2003 designer collaboration with Target? Mizrahi went from selling $20,000 gowns in the 90s and was financially backed by Chanel to now he's making millions off the masses with his line at QVC and kind of absurd licensing deals like Isaac Mizrahi Kleenex and Isaac Mizrahi Band-Aids. Mizrahi also has a documentary. It's called Unzipped and it follows the period leading up to his fall 1994 collection. Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss also make appearances so you should just watch just for them. I actually ordered this DVD Unzipped back in 2009 and it was delivered to my old dorm at Hampton University, so I hope the girl who received it enjoyed it as much as I did. Although Mizrahi went the discount route after his Target collab, Target has had some pretty high-end designer collabs that haven't tarnished the cachet of the brands, like Philip Lim in 2013, those boom sweaters were everywhere. Prabhu Gurung, same year 2013. The CFDA Neiman Marcus holiday collection in December 2012, though, was a shit show. Everything ended up being discounted for like 70% off because which Target customer wanted to pay $150 for a Tom Brown blazer made in Taiwan? Yeah. Jason Wu also had a collab, Missoni, Zach Posen for Target, Jean-Paul Gaultier in 2010, Rodarte, and they're fancy as fuck now. They're not even showing in New York anymore. They've moved their show to Paris. McQueen was a huge get for Target in 2009, Takoon, and Parenza Schooler. So 
I list all these Target designer clubs to say you should go out and find them at a local thrift store and list them on eBay and make buku money. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Thank you. On this lovely sunny day we have in the city. Absolutely. So it's so beautiful outside. Love it. So let's start. Where did you go to college? So it's a very interesting journey that I've taken. I graduated from Florida International University in 2010 with a biology and chemistry uh, degree. And I was supposed to go to dental school. I wanted to move to Boston and go to Tufts University. And one of my really close friends from Florida called me. She was interning here. In New York here? Here in New York, yeah. For real simple, Mm -hmm. which is where I work now. Mm -hmm. And she told me, we're looking for interns. And I know that you've always been so interested in being fashion. Why don't you come to New York, visit me for a couple of days and come into the office, meet my boss, and like we'll see what happens. Obviously, I had no background at all into fashion. Social media wasn't that big back then. And I wasn't following any blogs or anything. So this was like 2010? Yeah, 2010. So, I mean, it was, but I wasn't really into it, you know, because I'm a scientist. So I told her, absolutely, I'll come visit you. I love New York. I've been here so many times previous to that. And I told her, yeah, absolutely. So I came here, went to Time Inc. And met with Victoria Sanchez-Lincoln, which Mm -hmm. is the fashion director. And I mean, she was absolutely wonderful, but obviously didn't really, we didn't click mm-hmm. back then because she noticed that I had no idea about anything fashion related. Right. Only that I was just like knew how to put a look together and that was it. And you do know how to put a look together. I wish we were doing video with I, your earrings and your whole look today. Thank you. Very thank good. you. I guess you start learning a little bit more. Obviously, I've progressed and like my look has changed. And I feel like I go from being very street to being very preppy or being very ladylike in literally a week. Back to the right. Whole thing. What happened was real simple. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But that into like meeting her and seeing the whole editorial life, I asked so many questions, obviously, just so I can board myself. So it was more like an informal interview, right? Formational interview more than anything else. And three months later, I decided to move to New York. From where? Where are you coming from? So I'm coming from Miami, Florida. Mm -hmm. Moved to New York, decided to do fashion design here. I went to the Art Institute of New York City. Things like FIT and Parsons were asking me for many other requirements that I had. I didn't have a portfolio. I didn't know how to sew. And I did do an associate's degree. And right after graduating, I started working at Real Simple as a fashion assistant. So I, I interned at other places, but I made sure that I stayed in contact with Victoria. Mm-hmm. She's Latin American, so I'm originally from Venezuela, and uh, she's from Puerto Rico. So I I try to just keep that connection alive, mm-hmm. and we became very very close. 
she actually tried and talked to me and tried to convince me to drop out of school and told me like you why don't you just you know i had a boss that also made me try to drop out of school that is so hilarious it's so funny right but i want to go back to where you're saying you were following up with victoria like what was that process like because i feel like so many people ask me this like how do you follow up with your past bosses and it's like right how do so, you not be annoying so back then, when I, it was like three months later, I emailed her and I told her, I want you to know that you inspired Three months me. after your initial interview? Yeah, after my initial interview. Um, I emailed her, told her, I want you to know that you inspired me to pursue fashion instead of dentistry and that I'm moving to New York. She's also a fashion designer. And told her, obviously, I know that from my interview. And I told her, I want to do fashion side now. And um, I consider you an inspiration. And is there a possibility that you could be my mentor? And she, like, replied right away. I don't know if it was mostly because she wanted to be polite. Mm -hmm. And because she knew that we had that connection of my friend working for her. She told me absolutely yes. Also, she's a very warm person. We just kicked it off. She told me whenever you have any questions or need anything, please reach out. And because, again, it was easier because of my friends. I would hang out with her sometimes and Victoria would be there. So I started to develop a relationship by just making sure that I was always present, mm -hmm. you know. And I guess I it never really was annoying because I wasn't forcing a I wasn't looking for something to say, but I made sure that also sometimes I would bring up some interesting thing that I learned at school. Bringing like current events in fashion into our conversation also made it a little bit easier. It just, I guess it made it easier that I was studying fashion design mm -hmm. and that no one really at a magazine does that. Most people are become like they study English because they want to be writers or they study merchandising or magazine because, I mean, obviously that's the correct path to mm -hmm. take. Yeah, she tried to convince me a few times, as I mentioned, to drop out of school and start working for her at Rio Simple mm -hmm. as a fashion assistant. I told her no <laughs> multiple times too. I also interned at Niche Media. Mm -hmm. So they do Gotham right. and Hamptons. Hamptons and LA Confidential. Philadelphia? Yes. And like they have, I think, 12 to 13 publications. And Atlanta. And they, they have cities, Ocean Drive. Yeah. Um, so it's very luxury. Yes. Extremely luxury. I know. <laughs> which was a great experience because you deal with, obviously, the best of the best of designers. And I learned my goal from there was to actually deal hand-to-hand -hand with all the samples so that I could see the construction behind mm -hmm. all the like great designers like Oscar de la Renta, Balenciaga. I just wanted to see the construction instead of really focusing on the editorial part of it. But I just fell in love with these dinner photo shoots and styling and the whole process of coming up with a story. That's when I really said I need to be at a magazine. I need to be an editorial. So when did you know the story process was what interested you in working on the editorial side of fashion? Being, being ahead of time and being able to predict or this is what's going to be in, or this is what you should use in three months. 
or in six months and getting to know ahead of ahead of everyone in the world the mass what is going to be in style that's what interests me the most and being able to put out there in a very creative and unique way and depending on on your demographic on that specific demographic for each magazine uh, how to look at it through a lens and say this is what these audience can wear from these trends in such Who's a- the real simple reader who are you targeting what does that audience look like our audience is mostly it's a mom who has many kids wants to make everything simple mm-hmm. and has so many errands to run and works and has to go to yoga later and she's trying to just put all these into her schedule so she needs these little things that make her life way easier that's our reader that's why we have things like cooking easy dinners that are delicious and look amazing to help you out putting an outfit together in like five minutes. We just want to make life simple. That's our motto. So it sounds like a lot of this is focusing on time saving for modern women. Another hack of a wardrobe uniform. Do you believe in uniforms? Do you dress the same every day for work or do you have a system of dressing in the morning right funny when i was in venezuela so i moved to the united states when i was 14 years old Mm -hmm. and in venezuela i went to catholic school so i had a uniform like a real uniform like a real real (laughs) uniform and i'm not gonna lie that having a uniform makes life easier i don't have it depends on my mood on how i dress that day but i do believe that you do if you do set up kind of like a uniform, it will make your life so much easier. It's hard to get there though, because you have to try a lot of things to make sure that you feel comfortable enough to kind of look the same way every day. So you don't have a uniform, but do you have go-to brands or go-to places that you shop in the city or oh, online? Absolutely. So yeah. So what is your um, what is your list look like? I love I love love Club Monaco. I think it's super cute because of the same thing I'm telling you. They have literally everything from the most ladylike dress to just like slacks mm-hmm. that you can just throw on and that's it. I'm a slacks lady. I love to make my legs look slender because I'm 5'10 yeah. and a quarter. Yeah. And I just want to look long. Yeah, exactly. And just like very tailored, mm-hmm. you know? And I love that. I that's love my that. uniform. Yeah. Long and tailored. So, and you. Your shirt is amazing. Thank it's so you. Flattering. Shop I, up. Yeah. It's, they're amazing, aren't they? They have literally everything you can find. I don't buy on Shop Up as much as I should. <laughs> but uh, as I was telling you, Zara is always amazing. Zara is amazing and then it's surprisingly expensive because I go in there and I'm like, I want this blazer and then this blazer is like $100. It's like, yeah. This is not what I came in here for, Zara. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's because of their whole system on how they, their production, it's quite extensive. Uh, that's why they kind of charge a little bit more than other brands on specific things. A lot of things are embroidered or something like that. They're handmade. So, and you really know that because you think about Zara and you're like, oh, fast fashion. And right. It's, and it's true. It is fast fashion, but they have a really ethical production process, which mm-hmm. is really cool. I love Zara. 
And I'm gonna say it's funny, but I love me some gap. Gap. Yes. My pants are gap. I love your pants. Yeah. I really love this color. Thank well, you. Look at my Instagram. I had this color on yesterday. I love really? this color. Oh my god, I love this color too. And just so you know, guys, it's more. Like, it's like a very bright. Coral color. I love this. Yeah, I think this is one of those colors that looks great in every skin tone. And you can match it with everything and it will look great. This is so good. Thank and you. you have on this. So this top is from the band. Victoria Beckham in Target. I know it, it's next week. I was like, <laughs> you got on that really quickly. I, I feel like the preview was like just a couple weeks ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> So that's one of those little perks that you get from being an editor is you get gifts from here and there sometimes. That is really cute. So I'm jealous. Is, yeah, this is from her collection. And I, when I tell you I wear it so much, it's crazy. I got it like a week ago and I've worn it three times already. I love that she brought what she does on her collection, like for a big collection. She, brought that into this collaboration. It's a literal interpretation of what she does. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Such high quality materials. When I tell you it's worth it, it's totally worth it. No, I want it. I'll yeah. snatch it off your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, um, it's very ladylike. And I want to use that word. I'm just noticing that. I ladylike? Ladylike. I use it a lot. So what does that mean? I feel like when I hear it, ladylike, I think it's A-line. It makes you have a feminine yes. silhouette. So think about... Am I looking like breakfast at Tiffany's? What yeah, do I look like? Yeah, so that's what I, exactly what I was going to say. was like breakfast at Tiffany. Very A-line, very body-con kind of Ooh. at the top. Still, you look very conservative, but delicate, and poised. Oh, this sounds right up my alley. Yeah, so okay. that's what lady like kind of feels to me, and that's how it looks like. So it's no, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. An example: Taylor Swift is very ladylike. Yes, yes. That's what I love. That's my description of it. It's literally Taylor Swift. No, I'm obsessed with Target. People don't understand these bell bottom pants. They're amazing. Thank you. Yeah, Target as well. I love Target. I love Target too. I wish that we had Target is opening in Midtown. Well, they opened one downtown, a block away from us, and it's not what I expected. Oh no, what's wrong with it? Yes. I haven't been. It's not very organized, and it's not big enough. Oh, no. it's, it's, it's not like multiple city. levels. No, because yeah, no. we have. I know, I know. Target, I was very not disappointed. Yet. Not yet. They have two levels, but the main level was mostly home. I was going to say, it's really this, small. I'm really into home goods and it's small. Like, I was getting excited. You were leaving. This yeah, led me. No, Bobby, exactly. I look what you did. I know. Uh, it's I need cute, to go. But I gotta see. It's different. It doesn't, to me, it didn't feel like a Target. So, we'd rather go to Brooklyn. You mm -hmm. go to the Target in Brooklyn, which is amazing, than going to that one. I just got a bathing suit from Target. So it's cute. like, oh, I'm going to the Bahamas on in Amazing. May, a couple weeks, and I'm like, bathing suit ready. 
they have everything and it's very they have good stuff. so many good elf products are you into elf yes, products yes i actually just walked by it and i was like i was surprised that for some reason i've never really walked by the elf just their store and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I own, I consider it to be just a store, like just a brand by itself. And they have such good stuff. I, I'm more, I'm more like a drugstore makeup buyer than any designer stuff. I use a mix. I use everything. Yeah. Because my foundation is Lancome. Okay. But I also use the Elf Primer Mist, which okay. is like a replacement for the uh, Caudalie, I use it as a replacement, it's not a, an exact replacement. It has like a natural cucumber something something and it's just like really refreshing. Yeah. As like versus me paying $18 for the Caudalie rosemary mist. Yeah. It's like you must pay $8 yeah. and get that plumping effect. No, so I usually, I don't use a lot of makeup. I use so much makeup. Um, <laughs> I, I used to actually, but... For some reason, I, like, I missed being popular like a year ago. I just started becoming more fashion because yeah. that's what all the fashion girls say. It's, it's so like, true. I just started spending more money on clothes. I only have makeup. money for clothes. <laughs> I don't have money for makeup. Makeup? No. <laughs> I guess I'm just focusing on the clothes. You know, what I can express through that. I'm expressing so much right now. Thank you. Thank you. you I'm amazing. Thank you so much. And I, I love playing with colors. That's something that my coworkers tell me a lot. Every time they love seeing me because I bring so much color and so much, what is it? Like happiness. Energy. It just feels really positive energy. It's like, Thank whoa, you. I'm so happy to be in here yes, now. Of course, when I am, I'm, I'm telling you, for real, like, I'm so grateful of every experience that I've had in this whole process. And one of the few things that I've actually learned and like I've listened to my mom saying too, it's advice from your parents yeah. are the best. And sometimes we take them for granted and we shouldn't. The one thing that I live by, my mom tells me all the time, just be a nice person and just do everything with all you have and you'll be fine. I honestly do not think I've ever had someone that I don't like or... You know, trying to be as positive as possible, that makes you stress-free. It makes you enjoy life way more. It takes a lot of energy to not like people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. One of the things also that I try not to do is just, I'm not so much involved into my phone and into technology. No. Okay, so this is where we digress. Yeah. Um, I, but I do, but I do, I do try. I'm not, because obviously I need to stay connected. And I post constantly, mostly work stuff. Mm-hmm. Like things from previews that I really enjoyed, or things that I think are going to be such a hit uh, later on. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. What do you think is going to be a hit? April, we're mid-April right yeah, now. Yeah, we're mid So we had Market Week, which is basically a fashion week for brands that don't show mm-hmm. during fashion week it was last week and it's next week and so we go see previews and see what's going to be in for the fall funny enough a lot of things are going to be coming back oh so tassels are staying i know i, <laughs> I know i know so tassels are staying in and when i tell you they are everywhere it's 
everywhere. It's just not earrings anymore or like little things in your shoes. No, it's like in your t-shirt, in your jacket. In like Why would everywhere. I want a tassel t-shirt? Who's I, making a tassel t-shirt? Let me, don't wear, a, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't wear a tassel Do t-shirt. as you wish. It's so funny because our editor-in-chief is kind of over tassels too. She's like, I don't understand. Why do people want to keep wearing tassels everywhere? I'm like, you, I only have one pair of tassel earrings and I wore them twice. And that, that was it. Right? And you feel so, like you can't wear them anymore because, yeah. like, you're over it. Yeah, you're like, okay, that's it. Crazy. Okay, what else? Well, I love the trucker jacket, Levi's trucker jacket. That's okay. one of my favorites. And they're turning 50 years. It's their 50 uh, anniversary this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's during August, actually. Right. Yes. And they are bringing literally every color, every fabric everything. I'm very excited about that because I'm like, I need like 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really love how versatile they can look. What else? Are you into white shoes? Are you want sneakers? the white shoes? No, 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 not sneakers okay. though. Like booties, white shoe trend okay. that's about it, to take over yeah, the whole world. I know. It's tricky. I don't like them, honestly. Like, here's my hesitation with the white shoe. I don't like them on me. I wear a size 12. Yeah. I can't walk around with a big-ass white <laughs> shoe in a size 12. It's yeah. not going to work. I feel it depends. I feel like it depends on your style. I think it looks cute on other people. I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen anyone yet. Successfully pull off the... She Successfully said it! Oh, no! <laughs> if it's a sneaker, it's fine. Like, wear them. The Adidas, fine, do your thing. I don't know when sneakers are going to be out. I don't want them to because I wear sneakers every single day now. I wore sneakers when they were out, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like I don't like No white shoes. No white shoes. Okay, I'm going to show you my giant foot. Here I am. I love your shoes. I have an obsession. Your, your ankles are really, really tiny, too. Because my foot is giant. That's the mm, it's visual. It's the proportion. The proportion. Yeah. Fast fashion. Fast fashion. Um, we talked about it a little, a little bit. Through Zara. But I'm going to throw you off a little. Okay. So fast fashion is just a little segment that I'm introducing for the Fashion League audience. But yeah. it's really hilarious. I don't the pressure now. Oh my god. No, no, okay. no, no, no. It's really quick. I'm, I only have like six or seven things. Okay. If I don't know it, I'm sorry. No, no, it's not like it's just it's your opinion. Quiz. Okay, it's just oh, how you what? feel. Okay. No, it's not a quiz. Like, oh, oh no, I would never. <laughs> okay, awesome. Just pick one, and that's it. Okay, fast fashion. Okay, it just means answer quickly. Okay, <laughs> fine. So Perfect. first up, Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton? Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. yeah, I know. European excursion or Caribbean vacation? Caribbean vacation. Politics or religion? Politics. Mascara or lipstick? Lipstick. Scary movie or romantic movie? Scary all the way. Devil Wears Prada or Mean Girls? Oh my god! No! Mean Girls! (laughs) (laughs) Mean Girls, absolutely. I know it's not supposed to. It's not supposed to be that one, but... No, no, it's... What do you mean not supposed to be? It's just, like, people... A lot of people think, like, when you work in fashion, you should like that. And, like, yeah, I understand that, but... Yeah, no, Mean Girls, it's a classic. Besides being a classic, it's 
relatable throughout the rest of your life. No, of course. I saw that you, well, which one wasn't the first one? You were like, really? I love Paris Hilton. I will never give her up. It's I like, would say, so that's why I wanted to explain it. When you said, what, Kim Kardashian? I have a fascination with her. I have a fascination with her. I think she's an amazing businesswoman. People underestimate her all the time and I don't understand. It's yesterday I went to the Women in the World Conference and Elaine Welteroth was one of the speakers on the panel and she was there to speak on this moment where I think it was Bill O'Reilly, not Bill O'Reilly, one of those Fox guys. Okay. And he was interviewing the freelancer who wrote the article about Trump gaslighting America. Uh-huh. And so his response to her actually articulating her views on why teen girls should be interested in politics, his answer was stick to lip gloss. That is the sort of mentality that sets aside yeah. Kim Kardashian's business savvy. It's, I don't discount what she's doing. It's just I prefer Paris Hilton. Yeah, I know what you're saying. In Paris Hilton, I've seen her a couple of times at fashion shows and some reasons kind of like the energy and like I don't relate to her as much you can't because there's a guard up and whereas Kim is letting you into her every step every breath she takes well, exactly. you are like you know it. literally know everything about Kim that's Kardashian. how she got robbed in that. I don't I don't know what that well you think it was yeah. a setup <laughs> you thought she, I don't know I don't that's I, the thing it's just everything with Kim Kardashian it's about a bit, it's something about business, it's something about, you never, like, the whole thing, again, with Taylor Swift and Kanye, like, how did she know that Taylor Swift was going to say... Because Taylor Swift is a con artist. Yeah, but, like, again, they, sometimes, there's contracts that you don't know, they work it out. There's no way that Taylor Swift would have been involved in that little recording, because that was against her whole persona. It was like, Taylor Swift, like she she after that. is always the victim, and she's always a nice person. And yeah, in the video clip, Kim was recording Kanye and Taylor's phone call, and Taylor was being the nice girl, and like, "Oh, this is so amazing! I'm so flattered that I would even be a part of this." And she was into her persona. So there's, I don't believe that there was some back channel contract dealing where this would because there was no upside for taylor i don't see yeah, how this would work i i don't know she it didn't give her more attention it, and the attention was negative this, yeah no it was totally negative which is why it's like it would not but let it was me negative on her because of the way that she looked it looked like she because she lied exactly because she's a liar. Per se, I mm-hmm. think like she's really cute and she I think dresses, she's cute and she dresses really well with her empty handbags. You ever yeah. seen her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with her. It's like who cares a handbag like that? I don't know. And what is the worst advice you've ever received? Ever in your life? not just currently, even while you were in undergrad. Or- so it wasn't really advice. It was I consider it more like a criticism mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was this guy who I was talking to at the moment and he asked me why why would I decide not to go to dental school and do whatever I was doing in fashion like a lot of people don't consider careers in fashion that important 
And at the beginning, my parents too, honestly. And he bothered me a lot when he asked me that. And uh, everyone has different decisions and different personalities and different goals. And sometimes one person might take longer than others mm-hmm. to figure that out. And it's okay. So in most Millennials and everyone should know that. I kind of learned it the hard way and it took me a while to understand that it was going to take me longer to get to where I wanted to be. What was the hard way? What, kind what of the it? hard way, it was I had to just kind of go through this trial thing. Try biology, try chemistry, try and then move here without my parents support and like without anyone really believing that I that I was making the right decision and again when this guy asked me that it was kind of like reinforcing that kind of making me think that I that I made the wrong decision changing my career path and now it feels so satisfying so again it wasn't advice but it was something that really made me doubt at that time Right after that, actually, one of the things that made me get over it was, so the Art Institute is one of the schools that is lucky enough to have a spot during Fashion Week. They have a show. Yeah. And I applied and I auditioned for it. And with with one of my really close friends from school, we had a partnership. And we were chosen and we actually had a collection go down the runway, which was really exciting. And that's kind of also proved that I was in the right place at the right moment. Do you have any advice that you would like to close with the people pursuing a fashion publishing editorial career? Absolutely. I would say if you don't have the support, sometimes if you don't have the support system that you thought you would have, make that your kind of ground and say, I have to, then I have to prove not just to them, but to yourself that you're capable of reaching your goal if you really want it. It doesn't matter where you come from. I come from Venezuela and like, Never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought that I was going to leave in New York. At the end of the day, if you really want something and you really try, go for it. Just go for it. Don't be scared because effort and hard work pays off. Just get yourself out there. Get yourself out there. Get yourself out there and you just go for it. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking with us. Absolutely. Thank you you for having me. Of course. You guys. And this is amazing. You're amazing. Yeah.